0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Slut Sermons. I am your host Tennessee Queen, Kelsey Louise. And if I sound a little different today, it's because I've got some I've got some news. I'm not even going to call it good or bad news, it's just news. Um this is going to be my last episode of Slut Sermons. This is it. I've been kind of, as if you have been around for a bit, um, you might have noticed, I've been kind of just over it. and it's because I I've been I've been dying, like not... oh, sorry, that sounded so insensitive. I've been the stripper in me has been dying. And the sex worker in me has been dying. Um, I'm still in good health, but the stripper and sex worker in me, she's dead, dude. I quit. I quit the game. I quit the trap. I quit stripping. I quit OnlyFans. I quit all of it. I I quit. I'm done. And it's good. I'm feeling really good about it. Um... But if you've ever quit something like sex work, I like to call it sexy work because like it's not all sex; it's just sexy. Um, if you ever quit sexy work, you know it is such a complicated process. There's so much unraveling that's happening. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah. I I've, I've been like kind of putting this off because I didn't really know. I'm still figuring out how to, to show up in the world. Um. I guess I'll just start by saying I'm sunsetting slut sermons. This is over. This is the last episode, my friends. I have really enjoyed making this podcast, but you know, the Tennessee Queen stripper. She's fucking dead. So, I will be starting new things later, but let's just have a moment of silence. (laughs) Let's have a moment of silence to pay homage to Tennessee Queen and her stripper-ness. R.I.P. She did. Alright, moment of silence over. (laughs) Moving on. I I just wanted to kind of give some support to people who are going through what I've been going through Um, and maybe give some backstory so you can understand. And maybe you are also looking to end your sexy career and maybe my story will help you on your journey out. So yeah, so I've been trying to, I've been trying to quit dancing i don't even like saying dancing because i'm a fucking dancer through and through since i was a little girl i'm a dancer bitch period i've been trying to quit stripping though it kind of started during covid when i was like damn like this ain't this is not i don't feel good about this i don't i need like a job that i will have some support and like i some job security so, was, and like in late 2020, I was like, my body was basically telling me, like, we, bitch, we are done with this. But I was like, no, bitch, we got shit to do. <laughs> like, we got to buy a house. We got to have some like security in the world. We got to make some money. Oh, when I said that, Bodhi threw his head back and started licking the air toward me. I love you, buddy. Yeah, you're so good. Um, Yeah, I like started getting, and then, so I bought my, I'm so grateful for stripping. I really am. I'm so thankful that I made the money that I made, did what I had to do, had the freedom I had, I needed to have, and, you know, I took what I needed from it, and I left. It gave me everything that I needed. It gave me the sense of autonomy that I needed. It gave me an opportunity to work through the sexual trauma i endured and like have the the empowerment of getting my power back and using my sexual energy for whatever i wanted not what someone else wanted you know i and i honor that i honor all the good things that come that came from stripping i some of my best friends ever i met at the club and you know i think Above all, the camaraderie and the sense of safety that I felt with my fellow strippers. That is something that I will never forget. And I will take that with me everywhere I go. Oh, I'm starting to tear up thinking about that. Because that's like, ugh. I remember like, right, I quit um, like three months ago. Like November of 2022, I quit. And I remember I called my therapist and I was, right when I saw her, I started bawling. And she's like, what is the deal? And I told her I quit. And she's like, well, what what is, what is the part that's making you so emotional? And I said, the women. Like, I don't want to leave my girls. I'm going to miss them. And she's like, well, you can take that sense of sisterhood with you everywhere you go. And you can embed that sense of sisterhood within all contexts of your life you don't have to it's not just a stripper thing although there is that element of like dressing room camaraderie that cannot be replicated period and but I've had my time with that I had like almost seven years of that so I'm just honoring that I loved stripping until I didn't it's not something I you know hated I loved it. I love my girls. I love dancing. I love getting pretty. I love feeling sexy. And, you know, I got the resources that I needed from it. I got that money. (laughs) And I got that sense of power back. And I met my partner there at the strip club. I met my man. I met him at the freaking club. And once I had him and I had all my friends that I needed. I had all my money that I wanted. I had the house that I wanted. I was like, what am I doing here? I'm I'm done. I knew I was done when I, I like didn't want to go to work anymore. Like at all. Like I didn't want to go. I hate everyone. I was there. I was like complaining and that's not my style. Like I am never that negative ass bitch that's complaining about customers or money. I'm just not. And when I started to be that, when that started to come out in me, I was like, dude, this is I've got to figure this out. I've got to figure this out. So basically all of 2022, I just worked and saved all the money that I could to have a cushion to leave. And I'm so glad I did because that's what I've been living off of since I quit. Um, is like, you know, and I just like, re- I've reduced all my expenses. Like all of, I have, I am like on a very low, tight budget and it feels really good. I'm just chilling, man. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful for stripping and what it gave me. And I took the gifts and I realized it was my time to go. And I knew it was time because like, okay, so my boyfriend and I, we've been together over a year now and right around a year he moved in with me and it was so great. But like, it was hard because he would go to sleep and I would go to work and then I would come home and then he would wake up. And it was just this weird, like, it it didn't bother us, but I just didn't like that, like, incongruency. Like, I wanted to live a more harmonious life, like, with him in my home um, as my partner. And I wanted to sleep at night. And I wanted to wake up in the morning. Like, my body was just, like, begging for it. And I kept having all these injuries, like, back to back, like, and I was like, dude, God damn it. My body is like begging me to stop doing this. It's begging me. And like on Thanksgiving night, I had a bunch of people over. We all ate food. We gathered, we broke bread. And I was supposed to work that night. And I was like, like I was scheduled like in Alaska at the Bush Company, which I love the Bush, but they have a schedule. And I was just like, I don't fucking need a schedule. I don't need to work on Thanksgiving. This is ridiculous. Like, this is not how I want to spend my time. So I told my boyfriend, I was like, yo, will you like call my work and call out for me? Cause I'm just over it. I don't care. And he's like, yeah. So he called out of work for me. And then the next day I tried to go in and right when I walked through the door, like I went upstairs in the dressing room and I just started bawling, bawling, like uncontrollably crying, but I didn't want anybody to see me. So I went into the bathroom of the dressing room and I sat on the stall on the toilet with all my clothes on, my jacket on, with my stripper bag. And I just sat there, And was just bawling. And I was like, Kelsey, you can't do this. You can't do this. You're fucking done. You're done. Like, get your shit. Because normally I'm like, you know, well, just go out there and make the money. Fuck that money. Fuck that shit. I'm done. I'm fucking done. So I went to the office and told the manager. I was like, listen, mama, I'm fucking, I can't do this. I will call you next week and we will discuss things. And I just walked out. And yeah, about a week passed. And I was like, having a full fucking mental breakdown, because I was quitting my job. And I knew it was I knew it was over. And if you're like me, and you're a fucking hustling ass bitch, and you've always provided for yourself, always, it's a fucking hard thing to let go of that financial security. It's like, You know, I'm still unraveling a lot of that and, like, how much of my identity was wrapped up in being a stripper and making so much money and blah, 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 So, yeah, but anyway. I'm, yeah, if you can't tell, I'm still working through it. I'm, like, I'm still processing so much of it and it's, like, on the flip side, like, I just, I can't, I couldn't take the toxic environment anymore. I could not fucking stand my dog, do you hear her? I could not fucking stand um, being up till 4 a.m. every night, four nights a week, basically babysitting drunk dudes. Like, I, I did it for so long. To me, seven years is a long fucking time. Like... It's so long and to be in that environment, like I didn't take any breaks. There was no, like the only breaks I took were ones that I had to take for, you know, during COVID they forced us not, you know, clubs were closed and, or I would take like, you know, a month off or something, but I, you know, a lot of strippers take like extended breaks. I never did that. And I just, I didn't want to, I loved my job. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And then suddenly I didn't and that's okay. I'm, I was just sick of like the men. I was sick of the alcohol. I was sick of the late nights. I was sick of my body being fucking exhausted all the time because like at Bush, we had to work four nights a week, every week. And that is just, if you're not a stripper, that's a lot in stripper world. That's a fucking lot. And then, you know, I, I am very social and I am an extrovert. So like when my, when I wasn't working, all my homies would be like, you know, let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking tired. I don't want to do any of that. I'm so exhausted. Like my body hurts. I was always bruised up. I had a chronic knee condition. And after I quit, it's just fucking gone, you know? And like, (laughs) this is personal. So I also had this vaginal infection. I could not fucking beat. It was BV, but like, like bacterial vaginosis and like Every time I would take the antibiotics, it would just come right back every single time. And this happened for almost two fucking years. And I was like, dude, I can't handle this. This is too much. Um, by the way, I later found out, I went I went to a new gynecologist and I found out that I had an underlying infection beneath the vac- bacterial infection. It was like an infection of my uro Wait, ureoplasma? I didn't even know what that was, dude. Mito, mycoplasma. Look it up. Google it. If you have chronic BV, you probably have an infection with your ureoplasma or your my- mycoplasma. So just do some research into that. Fucking, I wish somebody would tell told me that. Anyway, but I knew that this fucking infection and all these injuries was stemming from me being a stripper. I knew it. and I. But I didn't want to leave it because I didn't want to leave the security. And I didn't quite know what to do next. So yeah, I just, and I'm like, I don't know. I've just put myself in such a toxic environment, like for so long that I'm, I developed some a kind of sexism really against men. I'm just really trying to work through that. It's really hard not to hate, not, not hate. Hate's not the right word, but like, just like, thinking that men are so fucking dumb, because I had so many experiences (laughs) over the years where men would just be really dumb. And like, you know, I, yeah, it's just fucked with my head a lot. It really fucks with your head. And (laughs) whether you're in the game or not, like, I don't know. I'm just doing a lot of unpacking around like why I became a stripper in the first place. And it's probably because I endured sexual trauma when I was a little kid from some creepy dude. And so as an adult, what we do typically to work through our trauma is we mimic the situations that we were traumatized by. And so I, you know, Romina Rosales, she does Queens of the Underworld. She she told me that years ago. She's like, dude, you've got to understand that being a sexy worker is also, you're reliving your own trauma. You are, you know that you had sexual trauma as a kid and instead of moving away from that creepy old dude vibe, you fucking choose, or don't choose, whatever, to Go put yourself in a fucking environment where creepy old dudes are. Like, you've got to figure that out. And, you know, you can only deal with that so much. I feel like it was healing at first because I, like, took my power back and shit. But then I was just, like, re traumatizing myself every time I went to the club. I was like, ugh. You know, ugh. Creepy old fucking dudes. Like, disgusting. Like, ew. But, and, like, yeah, there's just a lot to unpack there that I'm not going to go too public with. But, a lot of food for thought, a lot of food for thought. So yeah, I appreciate all of the support that I've had over the years. I really do. I like, can't believe how amazing people on the internet are like total fucking strangers. Like, thank you so much for all of your love. I'm sending it right back all the time. And now I'm, you know, trying to figure out how to show up as a non-stripper in the world and on the internet and, like, with my, you know, friends and, like, because when you're, I don't know, I'm speaking for myself here, but, like, I'm a fucking entertainer through and through, so, like, when I'm in public in non-stripper spaces, like, everyone knows me as, like, the stripper girl, like, because I am, and I'm a fucking star, bitch, like, period, and I have star power, and, like, people love having me around because... I entertain them in that way like yes I will grab the mic at karaoke night and be the star of the show and drop into the splits and do a round off back handspring into the DJ's lap and grab his mic and like do a duet with him or some crazy shit like that like that's just my personality and so now I'm trying to figure out is it my personality or is it just all like, part of this caricature that I was playing all these years. Like, who am I really without the sexy work? Like, who am I really without stripping? Who am I? Like, what is my personality? So, in in those times of, like, reflection, I've just fucking ducked off. Like, I don't want to talk to anyone about it. I am trying to figure it out, you know? So, if you're in that space, I feel you, boo. And actually you know, throughout this whole process, I'm still in school. I have like, I only have like seven and a half months of classes left. So by the time September rolls around, I'll be fucking done with class, dude. And then I have like a year internship and then I graduate. So in the meantime, you know, I'm, I, as I process this shit, I want to help you and whoever needs help to process it too. So pretty soon I've been kind of like flip-flopping on when I want to release it, but pretty soon I'm just going to launch, I'm going to launch my own counseling business because I really want to like work through these issues together because I know that if I'm experiencing this stuff, I know some of y'all are, and I know that like, there's so much power in like doing it together. So yeah. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that if you're interested in that. I also want to offer like you know counseling of any sort. I can't call myself a licensed counselor yet, but fuck I'm so damn close but um I have a lot of life experience is life experience that I can use to guide help guide you um I've got a lot. fucking tricks up my sleeve with sexy work like i know how to hustle dudes for sure like faux fucking show like i know the ways and i'm super happy to help i want to share the wealth i'm not going to gatekeep all my secrets like i would love to share i love to share so um yeah be on on the lookout for that i'm gonna launch that shit real fucking soon which, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm also really fucking stoked to do some group therapy. I want to do like... Actually, I'll just keep that a secret. But um, be on the lookout if you're interested in joining a group of other women like you who want to heal themselves as well or go on the healing journey together. Um, Yeah, so that's what I've been doing, man. I'm really... Other than that, like, God, that's been taking up a lot of my brain space and emotional space. Because it's a lot to unpack when you leave the trap. No one fucking told me this. No one told me how hard it was going to be to leave. Um, But it is. So, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, like, thinking of, like, ten things at once that I want to share. But I think I'll just kind of keep those over here to the side and discuss them when we start doing some group therapy together. Because there's like, God, there's so much work to be done. So much work to be done. And really like, yeah, I've been kind of distancing myself from strippers and like, sex work and like porn and the whole industry just, just so I can like, you know, have some boundaries and like discover myself again, I guess. I mean, like I know who the fuck I am. I know who I am, but I'm trying to figure out like who I am externally, like in the world. So, um, bear with me as I figure that out and, um, maybe we could figure it out together. Um, I would love that. I'll be your friend but yeah how are you doing how are you doing you been having a, a good winter it's like starting to become light again here in Alaska and it's like it's like what we're a weekend of February now that I'm recording this so mid-February is when it starts to be like oh shit spring is coming and spring in Alaska is the tits it's like when you know sun starts to come back but there's still snow everywhere and the skiing is badass and yeah I've been like dude y'all I don't know about y'all but I have dude since I quit stripping I have so much like physical energy now that I can train how I want to and I've been doing I've been going to the gym like four days a week because in the winter it's like fucking so cold outside I've been going to the gym four days a week one day, I'll do a cycling class. One day, I do a bar or Pilates class. One day, I do a lifting class. And one day, I do yoga. And dude, not gonna lie, my body is so fucking strong now. Like, I'm like low-key ripped <laughs> for my standards. It's kind of hard for me to rip out because I'm like kind of skinny and lanky. Um, But this ass though, ooh, it's looking so good. It's funny too because like... <laughs> You know, when I was stripping, I looked good and stuff. But like now that I'm not stripping, I look even better. And now I'm not even showing my body to anybody. I'm like, God damn it, God fucking damn it. Funny how that works. Now it's just my man that gets to see my my body. You know, we went to this crazy party over the weekend. It was called Snug Fest, and um, we like skied twelve miles into the mountains and met up with a bunch of our friends out there, and we had a big dance party. And my friends are, like, fucking awesome and wild and cool. So, like, on the dance floor, because, like, we were in this little cabin. And there was, like, 20 fucking people in there. In this tiny cabin. It was wood-fired. And, like, at the end of the night, everyone was, like, raging at this point. And the fire was roaring. And, like, everyone, like, got naked because it was so hot in there. And everyone's, like, dancing around naked. And I, like, didn't want to do it. I was like, nah. And I was like, whoa, that is like crazy to me that me, Kelsey, didn't get naked. Like, whoa. Um, I feel more empowered now with my clothes on. Isn't that funny? Isn't that fucking funny? Um, I don't know. I'm just figuring, I don't know. I'm figuring it out. Um, but yeah. Uh Not much planned for this year because I want to launch my business and wanna finish my school i' mean I'm doing school double time, so like I do like at least four hours of school every day. It's like so much fucking work it's insane, but um trying to get done. (laughs) I've been in this goddamn program since 2019. But I've been taking a lot of breaks. I took a lot of breaks from school because like COVID happened. And I was like, I ain't spending $1,000 a month on tuition when I ain't got no damn job. Fuck that. So anyway, picked it back up. And now I'm like, on the fucking fast paced train, vroom, vroom, chugga, 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 chugga. (laughs) But and it's funny, too, because like, I got back into school again. Like I took a little break for Christmas and then, um, and I was like trying to wrap my head around the fact that I quit my job. And then, um, I started school back up again, like a month ago. And the first class that they put me in was fucking career counseling. I'm like, ah, ha, 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 funny fucking joke, bitch. Like, ha, 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 ha. I'm fucking career counseling my damn self over here. But actually that's a piece of information I wanted to share is that, I, what really was one of the catalysts for me quitting was I read this book called Creating Money. Um, Stephanie Snake Channeler recommended it to me like fucking four years ago and I finally read it and holy shit, please read it. It's called Creating Money by Sanja something, something, can't remember, but y'all, Hmm. mm. mm change the fucking game. I read it so fast. I'm a pretty slow reader, but I fucking zoomed through that shit. It was so good and such a good, um, tool. If you are, I think it's a good tool for everyone really, because it helps you examine your own views about money and kind of rework them. And that's what I've been doing. Like I was equating money with like hard work and like late nights. And now I'm like, no, actually money doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be hard. It can actually be easy and something that you really enjoy. And I feel that whenever you are of service to others, which I really want to do more of with this little counseling gig, I want, I feel that money just comes easier and like, it's, it's not dirty money. It's clean money with stripping. I felt like I would just like, God, I, I was making so much fucking cash. That I was just like, not blowing it, but like, you know, getting my toes done all the time and getting my eyelashes done and buying the most expensive skincare and buying the most expensive shampoo and buying the most expensive food and most expensive and like everything was just like, I don't know. I felt like I was just spending more because I could. And now that I like, I'm on a different budget, it's like, I still have an amazing quality of life and I'm spending like half as maybe a half or like a third as much as I was. So it's just like mind-blowing. I'm like, what the fuck? I should have been living on this budget all along, fool. But, you know, we live and we learn and money comes and goes and I don't have to worry about it because it's going to come again. And so it goes. That's the cool thing about creating money, that book. It was like money is like tides. Like it ebbs and it flows and it ebbs and it flows and you've got to understand that it will ebb and flow and you just got to trust it and don't be stupid and like build yourself a little cushion and then it's all good. So yeah, I invite you to read that book. It's very, very good. I've also been doing, um, do y'all do Duolingo? That shit is the tits. I've been doing <laughs> Duolingo. I've been, not, I'm on a, i have been i am on I just started it two weeks ago, but I've been doing it every single day. I do it in the morning when I drink my coffee. Ugh. mm. So good. I, yeah, I, like, wake up in the morning now. It's crazy. My body really doesn't like going to sleep before 11, though. So I, I just don't know if I ever will. I, like, went home and stayed with my mom in Tennessee for a month. And because I was, like, you know, trying to gather myself. And I went there, and she was fucking doing the same shit I was. She was, like, she was, like, I can't go to sleep before 11. And I don't like waking up before 8. I'm, like, yo, same, girl. And I just don't think I ever will. Like, my boyfriend, he likes going to sleep at, like, you know, 10 p.m., sometimes 9. And he wakes up at, like, 5.30 or 6.30. I'm like, ugh, fucking barf. The other day, I did it with him. He's like, I want you to do it with me, Kelsey. Like, I just want you to see what it's like. Because, you know, now you can. So, I was like, okay. So, I woke up with him the other day. Oh, my God, y'all. No. It was not the vibe. Like, absolutely not. Like, I know these, like... Chinese medicine and, like, these hippie-ass woo-woo people are like, you know, wake up at 4 a.m. and then do your breath work. I'm like, fuck that. Absolutely fucking literally not. I tried it. It is not for me, okay? <laughs> I just, I don't know how people do that. Uh Like, I did it, and, like, the whole day, I was just wrecked. Like, I'm sure I could get used to it, but I don't fucking want to, dude. I don't like that shit. I don't like waking up that early. It's stupid. Especially in winter in Alaska. The sun don't even come up to like, 9-something. I ain't trying to wake up at five thirty, sit in the dark for three hours. Fuck that. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so yeah. Um, also, through this process, I learned that I have borderline personality disorder. So that's been really fun to sort through because I'm like, holy shit! I wish I'd have known that I had that in my twenties, especially because I wouldn't have done all the dumbass shit I did, or. I probably would have, but it would have made me understand it better. I always thought I was just crazy, but turns out I just have a personality disorder, dude. The fuck? Like, yeah. And thank God my episodes are few and far between now. But in my 20s, whoo. Lordy Lord. Shit was crazy. (sighs) Yeah, I feel like I'm like making amends. Like kind of having what is it called? Not reparations, but like, oh, a reckoning. That's what it is. I feel like I'm like having a reckoning for all the shit that I did and like the beliefs that I had and stuff. So trying to forgive myself and just not hold, not be so mad. Not I, Cause I'm not mad at myself, but like, ugh, these, I just have these memories that keep coming back to me from like my stripping and sexy work career and... Ooh, I just cringe so hard sometimes. I'm like, oh God, I can't believe I did that. Woof. So ugh. but I also have to understand that like the times are different now. Like it wasn't just me. It was like the times like we were, I don't know. I feel like being naked on the internet was like new and it was, it really was empowering for a time. And it was like, Ooh, like look, look at the, like, check it out. I'm actually not a fucking witch. I'm, I'm just naked and it's fine. But now it's like, I don't fucking want anybody to see my gorgeous naked body except my man. <laughs> and, you know, some friends and stuff. I'm not like shy, but I just, yeah, I don't know. The times have changed. Don't you think? Um, <clears throat> well, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to tell y'all. Um, I guess this is the last the last episode of this, this sermons. Um, it's kind of sad, but not really. I mean, fuck, I don't, I've only recorded a few in the last year and a half. So whatever. And bigger things are coming and more things that are more appropriate are coming. I feel like this isn't appropriate for me anymore. Like this space has long been closed. It is after hours and it's time to just shut the lights off. So Um, Thank you for being a listener. I deeply love you. And I will be here for you in a different way and in a more authentic and genuine way. Um, And we can figure some shit out together, my friend. And we will be in touch. Um, But as usual, as I end every episode of Slut Sermons. Well, actually, hold on. Skirt. Should I make another podcast? (laughs) I kind of want to make another podcast, but like use video. I'm glad I'm not using a video right now though because I have celiac disease and I ate some fucking fried chicken last week and I am in a full blown celiac rash. My whole face is swollen, got like hives all over it, itchy bumps all over my neck and my chest and my back and it's just not fucking cute. So, mm -hmm, real fun. Love celiacs. You know what's fucked up about me having celiacs is my favorite food is pasta. I'm like, you know what? what that's fucked up god why you do that to me what did i do in my past life i'm trying to i'm paying my karmic debt i swear <sighs> but anyways okay so as you know it is time for the breath work yes it is i'm going to lie down for this one um but you don't have to lay down you can do, be doing anything Actually, a couple nights ago, I did this one with legs up the wall. Ugh. Actually, I'm going to do that right now. I'm in my office, but I'll just put my legs up on the chair. You can do legs on the chair if you want. Oh, God. Yeah, I can tell I was a stripper for seven years, though. Woo! My joints are just a little more, uh... They got that grandma vibe more. Cracking and popping and shit. But anyways, okay. So... Um, Get yourself ready. And you can close your eyes. I'm going to keep my eyes at a Buddha's gaze, which is like kind of closed but kind of open. Not really looking at anything, just kind of chilling. And we will do, just follow my words. Uh, I'm going to call it, I don't know what it's called, but I'm going to call it the mountain breath because you go up and then you come down. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So, inhale for one. Exhale for one. Inhale for two. Exhale for two. Inhale for three. Exhale for three. Inhale for four. Exhale for four. five Do eight. exhale, seven, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I like eight, but you can stop, you know, at seven or six or whatever, but let's just keep breathing in and out the same amount. As you keep breathing, you may notice that you have some muscles that you're squeezing. Release them on your exhale. You're probably feeling more relaxed now. The goal is always to release tension. You can return to this breath or your breath anytime. And when you do, I want you to think about releasing the tension that you're holding in your body. It may be in your jaw or your face or your glutes or your shoulders, but just release it.